You can't, is your audio on? Now it is. If I'd read the sign that said join audio. <clears throat> it's early for all of us. <laughs> yeah, sorry to make you be so early here. Oh no, you're fine, you're fine, you're fine. I have to tell you, I'm very nervous. So yeah. I'm a super fan, yeah. And I can't tell you, before we get into your, your charity live stream, I gotta give you a little history of me and Mystery Science Theater, I hope you don't mind. Because I'm, no, border, I'm borderline super fan stalker. So I'm just like right in between there, okay? So <laughs> I, don't, I don't see you out the window, so we're safe. <laughs> no, I'm baking alive here in Las Vegas. Uh, you know, I think I discovered Mystery Science Theater back when on the Hot Channel, just like before it became Comedy Central. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, just being up at one in the morning and saying, what the hell is, <laughs> what is this? And becoming a fan and having viewing parties when I was going to college at UNLV, we would all gather around and to the point where I taped everything. I mean, I taped every turkey thon, every, everything. I had maybe a hundred videotapes, you know. Oh, really? Wow. And uh, I, I don't know if you can tell, but of course. I, I, I see that. 1991. I had to put my glasses on. This is the convention. 94. Oh, 94. Yeah. Isn't it? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, so this is this is 1994. I I know it's a long time ago. Wow. So, okay. Wow. And then when when did I see you in? Uh, we were doing press for the movie. That, that would be 90, 90. When did the movie come out? 95. <laughs> was it maybe 94 or 95? I don't remember. Okay, this, you're running my reveal. But or 96. I've got the laser disc of the movie right here. Oh wow! It came out on Laserdisc. It did. I was a big Laserdisc collector. Look at this. I have to look up. I can't even remember what year this was. Oh, for crying out loud! Anyway, we're we're both old. Do you still have a disc player? I do. I have one, but I sold all my Laserdisc back in 1985 when I graduated from high school. I started my own video store here in Las Vegas, and by 1991, I had five of them. But Blockbuster was coming to town. But I. Oh. So I sold everything, went back to school, went to film school, and that's mm -hmm. when I met my partner, David Neal, who did a movie show with me. We graduated, we went to ABC and CBS and NBC, and uh, he went on to do other things, but I still was a critic 25 years in the making here. And he was a huge fan too. And so when the convention, look at this, I still have, I won't go through everything I have, you know, I'm not gonna bore you, but look, here's the, here's nice. the, like that. I think you're, what a great little, uh, bio of you right there <laughs> oh yeah so we were all so young oh and there's I got the uh, convention here and of course i got what you sold at the convention here's the little press kit that you sold and you're on the back i don't know if you still have any of these in your collection but and you can, i have nothing really i have really? some originals of drawings and things that i did at the ktma days look here's I have a the, few things the picture that came oh yeah at the convention boy that was it huh what a cheap <laughs> oh no no we were. I, I see i rehearsed this because a stupid thing there we go there and that nice and that was all that that was our press kit wow that, we were... well this was not only that this is what you sold at the convention i have other things too and then some lady named barbara olson from comedy center there was uh, a oh yeah yeah barb olson uh, worked for best brains oh did she yeah. and i also have i have all the satellite of love newsletters somewhere in a box. I couldn't find everything. Even the crow's nest. I don't know if you remember that newsletter. Yes, I do. Yeah. yeah so all the crow's nest. And <laughs> I have your 1997 calendar. <laughs> nice. Nice. That'll be useful again when the dates line up. 
and one of my favorite photos from you know just to see uh, sneak up there great mike nelson and uh of course i've got which won't fit anymore i've got my convention t-shirt Ooh, it looks so clean it is well you know i never could wear an xl i was always a big guy and get this so going to the convention it was just the great i went to the best brains tour i was on mm -hmm. one of the tours that did that right. and uh, i'd never been to eden prairie or minnesota in my life and seeing, <laughs> and seeing you guys do uh, This Island Earth live in downtown Minneapolis, I understand that's when right. you had all the Universal Studios people there, and that reaction is what greenlit the movie, I understand. Yeah, yeah. You know, we'd, we'd shopped it. We went to Paramount, and they said no. Um, I think those were the guys who said because uh, we came in, we're, we're going to be like a $2 million film, and they said, we cannot promote a two million dollar film because it'll cost us eight million to promote it so make an eight million dollar film and <laughs> so we wrote a script that was probably more than eight million but it was really cool we had a, a convention in vegas uh mad scientist convention you did and out out in the park <laughs> in the in the script in the script oh, okay 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 sorry okay. yeah so we were going to have like guys with their own Godzillas and you'd see like Hitler coming out of a, um, like a time machine and disappearing into the crowd. And that's where Frank and Forrester were going to get, you know, reestablish their um, credentials as mad scientists. And we had Crow had a dream sequence and all this elaborate stuff. And then we, we showed them the script and they said, why don't you make it more like the TV show, like cheaper, like make a million dollar movie? Because, yeah, so yeah, then I we went to Universal and they, uh, they went, yeah, uh, Casey Silver said, what the fuck? I get it. Let's do it. <laughs> I remember I interviewed Mike Nelson a few years later uh, um, when the video started coming out from Shout, you know, mm -hmm. and I asked him, I go, one of the very first jokes when I saw it live was, you know, this island earth doesn't shine for me anymore. I'll never forget <laughs> that. I go, what happened? It didn't make the movie. And he said, Gary Lewis wouldn't give permission to use it. Oh, right. Yeah. Because movies are different than television for fair use. Right, right. TV, we could do like up to five seconds, I think, of a song. I think we, we blew past that marker several times. Uh, the only time we got sued or, or someone cared about their music was, I think it was one of those... Uh, maybe those commando Cody's or, or one of those serials where there was a big like robot thing, clunky robot. And we said, I'm a little teacup. And that guy came after us. Really? Steven Tyler never, you know, every time we got in an elevator going down, Mr. Tyler, all those <laughs> things, the Rolling Stones, we Beatles, none of that stuff. Right. The guy that had I'm a little teacup said, no, mm -mm, no, <laughs> when, that's when, mine. When Tom Servo went, this island earth can be yours if the price is right. I just remember that just set in motion, the audience seeing that live and yeah. just having a great experience. And, I, and get this, uh, my buddy, David Neal, who was, uh, I met, after, you know, we became the movie guys at UNLV, right? And then we, right. uh, at, uh, we came out after that. Professionally, he brought me the videotape of the convention. You guys sold a, like a diary afterward. And I had brought this VHS back. This is the, back in the late 90s. I yeah. taped your guys' conference. So oh. he shows me, you got to, I don't, I don't know what happened to it. 
but he goes, you got to see this. So he showed me the best brains official diary. And there's a mm-hmm. cutaway from that of me looking from behind my camera. <laughs> I'm like, cool. so, and I don't know what happened to that tape. You know, it's been, you know, 20 years. I'm trying to, it, it lost it, but yeah. I made the official MST diary that you guys sold. So I thought that was, cool. that's cool. You know, that must be on YouTube somewhere. You, you know, nothing yeah. ever gets lost. And then people will, I'm constantly amazed at, uh, like behind the scenes photos that I've never seen before. And the, you know, this is back on the day when we just had cameras. Right. Some, someone had to find that print and then scan it and put it on the internet. And it's like, where did that come from? I, why haven't I seen that before? Well, very little was made for the movie. I have the press kit for the movie somewhere. I, I, I saw it like a couple months ago. I can't figure out what I, I mean, I've torn up my house looking for it, but I have the press kit for the movie, all the photos and all the stuff like that. And uh, also when we were going to UNLV, Comedy Central was doing the Fresh Cheese Tour and sending Zombie yeah. Nightmare to colleges around the country. Las Vegas wasn't on the list. So I jump oh. on the phone to Comedy Central. And I'm like, and then we have an Art Deco theater here called the Hunter's Theater that opened in the 40s. It's closed mm-hmm. now, but back then we were trying to get it going again. They were showing concerts and stuff. And I said, I want Zombie Nightmare for our, our college and for it. And they were great. They sent the print. I think it was 16 millimeter. You know, not many movie theaters can show 16 millimeter, but we yeah. got, I got a projector from a big audio visual company here in town. They donated it. And I still have my fresh cheese comedy song. Oh, nice. Nice. That's also very clean. Yeah. Well, you know, I would wear it once and then put it in the closet. It's <laughs> <laughs> like that. Uh, so that was a thrill. And then, of course, when I started coming out of college, I wrote for the Las Vegas Weekly. I did an interview with Mike Nelson when the video started, which was great. And here's the photo they sent. Oh, nice. I still have it. And it's great because this was in December of 98. And we did uh, Patrick Swayze Christmas. We printed out the lyrics and everything. So we just had a good time. I'm just saying, Trace, I have just been a fan for so long. And I'm just so happy to talk to you. And, and you guys still keeping the vision alive, you know. And I remember when I, was, when I was at UNLV, we did our movie show once a week. As an inside joke, at the end of our credit roll, I put, keep circulating the tapes. You know, oh, cool. so only the yeah. right people will get that. And I remember the university coming to me going, you're going to get us in trouble because these are copyrighted. I go, no, no, no. It's just, yeah. I'm not encouraging people to circulate, you know, our, our tapes. It's just a, it's an yeah. inside joke, you know, and right, somewhere right. on three quarter, I have our interview from planet Hollywood in Phoenix. When I came out, it's somewhere on three quarter tape, you know? Oh, this was a while you know, ago. All, yeah. I think I might have like beta copies of all that stuff, all the press stuff. Well, I had to drive uh, one of the th- newscasts that were there because Dave and I didn't yeah, yeah. afford to hire a recruit. We flew out on our own, and and uh, but I remember somewhere I have the the master of us talking, so I'll have to look for it. But I know I better have a copy of that too. But it's all on because they comp they compiled all that stuff for us and then right. gave it to us on something that is now unplayable. Uh, <laughs> I think I have uh, a history of unplayable uh, tapes uh, from various incarnations of uh, video cameras oh and the final thing i'll show you before we start about the live stream check this out here's a giant poster oh yeah there you go that's it and somewhere somewhere in my collection you signed a one sheet of the movie and also a mini poster you have signed for him somewhere again somewhere in my collection i can't find it so I hope I geeked um, out well, enough with you and haven't scared you yet. So 
Oh no! Um, if if you uh, PM me your address, I'll send you a Glenn or Glenn, an actual poster. Um, oh, that would be I cool. See there in somehow <laughs> electronically, you have it suspended in in over Dolores Fuller <laughs> there. Uh, How's Frank feeling these days? He's a friend of mine on Facebook too, but you know, I is he doing? Frank's good? doing good. You know, um, I think his timing was perfect uh, for having his heart surgery last year. Um, but, uh, yeah, he's doing good. We talk like once a week, well, a little more often now because we've got this event coming up next week. Uh, but he, he's good. He's grateful to be alive and, uh, very happy to, uh, have had great, you know, care and, uh, uh, you know, got, got in and out under the wire. And, uh, so you have a special live stream Tuesday, July 21st at 8 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. The Mads are doing Glenn or Glenda and benefits the NAACP. It's an endowment. It's a special. Yeah, yeah. Um, you know, there's so many charities around right now to choose from. And uh, that seemed to be, you know, the, the one that needed attention. But, uh, you know, we're, you know, we're amateurs at this. So. This is this is all new for us, as it is for a lot of people. This this whole lockdown thing is is uh, is really uh, defining the future and how we're going to uh, you know behave in in the next years. Yeah, because I know Joel was doing something last year. He had a tour going on, and I was trying to yeah. see it in L.A. or even a, and everything was sold out. I mean, everything sells out. So there is such a demand still for your guys' yeah. brand of comedy. And but why Glenn or Glenda? I know it's public domain from hell, but is that one of the favorites or? Well, you know, when, uh, when we started touring as the Mads, uh, it was Frank called me up and said, Hey, I've got this opportunity for us to riff a movie at an atheist convention. Um, the, the head of the group is a big fan and he wants us to come out and riff. Um, I think we were going to do the, the, the Christmas movie that, um, uh, uh, I can't remember the child star. He's, uh, he's, I'm blanking on his name and that's okay. Uh, so we wound up doing God's Not Dead. and Christopher it, Hitchens, I've read it many times. Yeah, um, it, it's such a bombastic movie. And, and so that it, it was, you know, fish in a barrel for us because the audience is all there for, you know, make fun of this thing. Uh, and that was the first time we got together. The second time we were going to a little club in uh, Denver and we go, well, we got to find a movie. What should we do? We want to do plan nine. Ah, everyone does plan nine uh, reefer madness because it's Denver. Everyone smokes weed. Like, ah, it's a little nail on head. I go, what about Glenn or Glenda? I haven't seen that in like 30 years. Let's, let's dust that off and see what that's like. It's still, you know, uh, the, um, the subject matter of the film is very relevant today. This is five years ago. Um, and it's still relevant. And it, we went and looked at it and went, you know, it's, it's kind of a great movie. It's got everything we need to uh, riff on. Uh, plus the subject matter is very contemporary and we're not making fun of the subject matter. We're making fun more of the movie itself and the framework um, that, that, very heavy subject is suspended in so that that was our choice that's the long answer that's and long answer. <laughs> it's public domain <laughs> it is i think the first time i ever even heard of glenn or glenda there was a great documentary back in the 80s called it came from hollywood 
with John yeah. Candy and, and Dan yep. Aykroyd. And they did a whole Ed Wood uh, tribute inside that. And that's the first time this man is a transvestite, you know, just like as the first yeah. time I, I ever heard of that movie. So I haven't seen it in many years and I'm looking forward to watching it. You guys riff on it. And, uh, but it's carefully scripted, isn't it? Most people think there's no room for improv because if you improv, it would be a train wreck, wouldn't it? Well, Frank and I approach this a little differently than Mystery Science. We do fully script each movie. Uh, and then that's sort of our starting point. And it, we stay pretty close to the script that we've written, but there's always room for uh, improv and, you know, a new idea. Uh, some of the most inspired things happen on the fly. And you go, wow, I didn't even, I don't think I even thought of that before my mouth said it. And so it, it, those happy accidents, uh, uh, what, what I really love about the live show, um, and, and I miss it. I, I, I would prefer to do a live show than um, put something on tape or, or um, you know, live stream. This is, this is as close to live as we can, because we're still live, I guess, aren't we? No, you're uh, live. Yeah, you're As live. close as you can get. But you're, you're you know, doing it safely. You're still giving fans what they want, but you have to yes. adapt to the times right now. Yeah, exactly. Uh, and that, that was Frank's concept of like, you know, we got to exactly what you said. We got to figure out a new way of doing our, our business. And, and especially afterward, you have a Q&A with fans. So talk about Yeah, yeah. I, I think that'll work. They'll type in their questions and then we'll see them on the screen and then we can answer which ones we want to. Uh, it, it's, uh, it's all new territory. <laughs> You know, I have a roommate that's 25 and he's never heard of Mystery Science Theater. And it's, it's hard to, to, to show somebody what example do you show them for the first time? There's so mm -hmm. many great ones. I have personal favorites from The Day of the Earth Froze, Attack of the Giant Leeches, and so many. But I think, of course, the go-to answer is Manos, Hands of Fate. And, yeah, unfortunately, that's yeah. very popular. Um, and well, I showed it to him and halfway through the movie, he's just not laughing. He's not doing yeah. anything. And I'm like, oh my God, this is bombing. These millennials don't get it. And for a, a good solid week, the master once he started quoting the movie later. Oh, and I go, yeah. I thought you hated this. He's like, no. And he, and he just started quoting every line from the movie every day. So I told him, stop, you're driving me crazy. But it still has an impact. You know, it just, I can't believe that many years later, you guys are still uh, doing your unique brand of comedy is reaching a whole new generation. Yeah, you know, we, uh, we got little kids, we got old people, everybody, all cross-section of humanity. And it, it's really invigorating to see uh, families, you know, come out, mom and dad got their kids into it, or the kids got the parents into it. Uh, so it's, uh, I, I miss that. I miss seeing people and meeting people. I'm mostly a hermit, so I, I, put all my social effort into that interaction when we do live shows. Now I don't know what to do. I guess I'll mow the lawn. Yeah, I'm a Devo fanatic and they played here in Vegas a few times over the years and the most recent concerts, I'm there and there are families bringing their kids, you know, to Devo concerts. I'm just like, oh my God, you know, it's, yeah. <laughs> so you've got 14 year olds and you know, they're all jumping and singing. They know every word to every Devo song. So yeah, it's That's just- awesome. That's awesome. I, I agree. I, yeah. It's, I went to a Weird Al concert and- Isn't he the best live? It's one of the best concerts I have ever seen in my life. I've seen him at least five or six times. And I tell people, he's not up there with an accordion being an idiot. This man's a yeah. musical genius. The, the production values, I mean, he's yes. selling, he sells out everywhere he goes. 
yeah, he's my age and he's got more energy than I had when I was half of this <laughs> age. And his band is great because they have to sound like every band. Right. It, yeah. It's the tightest, best concert, you know. When it, he does Amish Paradise, you're like, oh, this is great. And all of a sudden behind him, you have a choir of Amish women holding candles on this giant yeah. video screen, giving the harmonies. And you're just like, what is going on? Yeah. He's just amazing. Yeah. Yeah. I, I can't recommend it. And the nicest man in show business, yeah. I think. Uh, bar none. He's it's, just the greatest guy. His Hamilton parody video came out a couple of years ago. It's blowing up on YouTube now because of Hamilton premiering on Disney Plus. So right. he's, he's in the eye of everybody right now. So I love Weird Al. I'm glad to hear you say that. So. Yeah, you know, I wasn't into him in the early days. I saw the MTV, all those things, and I loved all that stuff. Uh, but my wife was a huge fan and had all the albums. And uh, it's like, how, how do you know this? And I don't. How did I miss this? I was the 12 year old with my stereo getting playing the AM or the FM, listening to Dr. Demento coming through. Yeah, LA. exactly. Yeah. yeah so when you I had was... to tape off the radio by putting your tape recorder next to it. Right. And then one Christmas I got the Emerson that was the record player and the cassette built into it. So then I could tape my records or off the radio oh, directly. Oh, so, I didn't know they had that. Yeah, But I was a huge Dr. Demento fan, you know, and then all of a sudden that's where I discovered Weird Al and, you know, being a kid from the eighties, all his, all his parodies from you, know, you name it. I've been a fan. I can't believe it's been that long. And he looks fantastic. And his energy, like you said, he's just, he's great. But you look good too. Being a hermit, you still look good. Well, yeah, I haven't had a haircut in whatever, six months or whatever it is. Uh, but uh, yeah, it's, it's my nature. We'll get cleaned up for the live stream. You got to look good for the live stream. Yeah, I'll, I'll, at least I'll get a new curtain here. <laughs> Well, Trace, I, you know, that's all I got for you today. You know, thank you so much for joining me. This has been a thrill. Like you wouldn't believe. I remember at the convention, you know, you had, you were signing autographs. We were going down the line. I'm a, I'm a huge fan of Tom Servo too and Kevin Murphy. And uh, when I got to you, there was one question that I, you know, a reference for one of the, one of the shows I couldn't understand what's from. And you always go, do you want to go faster? You know, oh. I, I couldn't remember what it sounded so familiar. And you told me, at those carnivals, those things that spin around, the guy, yep. like, you want to go faster in the microphone. I remember you telling me that. And I was like, yeah, like, it bugged a, me. like a Alpine theme yes. thing. And those county fairs. Yeah. 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 Oh, you, you made a reference guy. to that one of the shows. I'm like, what is that from? And for years, it drove me crazy. <laughs> <laughs> and then you did one swoop. You went, oh, it's from the fair, the county fair, the guy with the microphone. I'm like, excellent. Well, Trace, good luck. I'll be one uh, watching on the 21st and uh, let's do this again soon. I'd love to talk to you some more. Yeah, no problem. Uh, let me know and uh, DM me. I'll send you a poster. I uh, appreciate it. Tell Frank I said hi. I will. Thanks a lot, man. All right. Take care. Okay. Bye. <laughs>